0: This is Alicia Chantay. And this is Deborah Winterless-Scott. You, you, you didn't sound sure. <laughs> no, sometimes I'm
1: not. <laughs> you don't have to do that get who am I? Who am I? Yeah, no, I am. Yeah, yeah I am so, Deborah. Yeah, am. thanks Deborah. Definitely. This is our second podcast.
0: Yes. This is our second podcast.
1: Yes. And so we're we you know, we're we're defining it at the moment. We're working out what it's going to be yes. structurally. We're
0: trying to work out why we're doing a podcast. Yeah. yeah. To mean, define that yeah. and to and to see. I mean, we've been having some very interesting conversations with people um about art yes about what their first memories are of of engaging yeah, with art, including our own and also conversations with people um sort of defining what what kind of art they practice so yes and um, this is something that we've been doing today with um montserrat Gilly Gilly Gilly, Gilly. who yes. is a spanish director who works for hope street limited She's got the office next door to us. And I think <laughs> we'll be
1: hearing from her a little later. We will be hearing
0: from her a little bit later. And some other people who pop in accidentally because they didn't know we were recording. And, um, yeah. And we so are definitely
1: recording because I saw are you peeping at the red light. Because
0: I can see all the lines going on the screen. It's right.
1: definitely happening. Oh. We're dead professional. I thought always. that was happening last time, but it No, wasn't. it is. Look,
0: you can see. Look, those little yeah. squiggles. That's, that's words happening. Okay. Okay. So, we also wanted to talk a bit about uh, a very interesting film that we saw this week. Yes,
1: we're thinking that as part
0: of every podcast that we do, we're going to review. Yes, review something. It's a way of encouraging us to go and see things. Yes. And also, not just to see them, but to see them and then think about them. Indeed. Indeed. So the film that we saw this week was... Manifesto. Manifesto with Kate Blanchett. Who was it directed by? It was
1: directed by an Australian German... Oh, no, no, he's not. I <laughs> not oh, he's from. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. It's a 2015 Australian German, so I think he's German. And it was she's Australian. A, it was a multi-screen installation originally. Yes. And now it's been edited or created or turned into... A two-hour movie. Yes, and it's by Julian Rosefelt. Julian okay, Rosefelt. Right. Yeah. So yes, that does sound German. Yes, and and Kate <laughs> Blanchett <laughs> it so plays thirteen,
0: 13 different 13 roles, different characters, different scenarios, different ages, different locations, different genders, different genders, um and they are all speaking the words of various manifestos that have existed are they well i um what it was my suggestion that we went to see the film
1: because it popped up and i thought well this looks like an interesting um you know idea and, and something that might be provocative for us to talk about plus i like kate Blanchett. everyone likes kate of Blanchett. Blanchett was. um and i thought okay um because she's she's clever looking she did she is she is clever looking isn't she yeah yes like Tilda Swinton, but not.
0: Yes, she's got a kind of. I nearly. Didn't he said something terrible? Then I nearly said she got a more normal face than (laughs) Tilda Swinton, but I didn't mean that. She's more to do conventional beauty. Whereas Tilda Swinton's like from another planet. Yeah. uh, Wonderful to look at. Sorry, I don't want to insult people that I actually like.
1: I enjoyed it. but I found it um, confusing at times, and I think it succinctly that's what I would. That that's what I would. How I would respond mm. um, first. Um, the, the first thing that I said after watching the film or well, the first response I had was I wished I'd had a guidebook I mean I'm looking at the Wikipedia site now and it lists the different manifestos which they don't during the film which they don't, they don't list them they no. do in the in the titles and the credits I think that for me would have been really useful I think that would have only enhanced my viewing of it yeah. you know, because I
0: was questioning throughout you know, what was going on. Yeah, I mean, my thought was that um, a manifesto is like a boiling down of the ideas that you're probably already working with as an artist or as a politician. So you, you're, you're trying to describe something that you're doing that you feel is in some way new, maybe. Yeah. Or that you have an ambition to create in the world, so it doesn't exist yet, so you want to make it. But one of the, the kind of weaknesses I felt with the film was that it over-elaborated... It, it, it over elaborated visually they were setting up scenes like for example the scene with the tattooed punk i think she was yeah. called well that was quite an irritating scene it was quite me. an irritating scene and it just kind of the camera pans across a room that was just filled with like rock and roll cliches people staggering Very around drunk so, yeah. and sort of a, a dirty recording studio that panning across the room takes a really long time i would have preferred it just a just the um, the character talking to camera, maybe a little bit of, of of some sort of context for them. But just the character talking to camera would have been enough for me. Mm. I think the rest of the scene just felt like they were doing it because they they had the budget to do it. Well, it I, I, I question
1: qu- quite a lot of that. The relevance of or why they chose a particular the particular character, scientist, CEO. Um, homeless person, a puppeteer, why they chose that particular character in that yeah. particular environment to, um, you know, to represent sometimes several different manifestos yeah and, I, and I, I was i'm still confused about that yeah. whether there was a relevance or whether they just
0: plucked something out of it it seemed like maybe something you would do in a rehearsal room when you're working on a piece of of text but what tends to happen in a rehearsal room for that is that you explore it and you play with it and then something will come to mind and you'll say oh this thing yeah. reminds me of and then it's a that's a you though then in. isn't it it's a tool but this was trying to do that but films very different yeah. to theatre. In theatre, everyone, you're working with the power of suggestion. Whereas in a film, if you show a scientist in in a scientific facility, then that's what it mm. is, and that's got to mean something. It can't just be the suggestion of a scientist, which then is going to be something that we all associate with and we all kind of draw our own conclusions about.
1: I can only imagine, and I would really, you know, I'd be interested to see... The multi-screen film installation but it just made complete sense to me because then you you walk between them yeah and you could have some information as well and i think you would read it uh, Mm. in a very different way
0: i don't want to say that i didn't enjoy it though there were moments that i thought were really really interesting and really worked yeah yeah i did think that the dada manifesto being read at a funeral yeah i just thought that was brilliant yeah I think there's something about the absurdity of death and the absurdity of our behaviour around death that really does relate to Dadaism. But, um, yeah. I I don't know that I could describe what Dadaism is. (laughs) (laughs) I'd suggest you read the Dada manifesto yourself. Um, Absolutely. I mean, there were several as well. I think one, two, three,
1: four, five, I think six different um, versions of it from, well, all all around late... Uh, 1918 to 1920 but different artists yeah
0: well i think my thought with this film is that i'm glad it exists i think i'd like i wish they could have another go at it would you watch it again i'd have another go at it if they revised it (laughs) (laughs) i'd want them to have another have another try spend longer yeah figuring out the characters and the scenarios yeah because at the minute it relies too much on Kate Blanchett being a great actress and and sometimes that's fine that I mean, works it, it but it shows her limitations if nothing else really doesn't it Yeah which we all have limitations yeah. I didn't understand the the homeless man no I didn't with, get with his
1: wild eyes
0: With his wild eyes and his Scottish
1: Oh well answer. was it Scottish? Well we don't know no,
0: we don't know but any but it was it was all a bit yeah I was a bit confused by it but then when she's the as, how do you describe it? The art critic. Yeah. It was like luminous. Yeah. She was. She was. Somehow nailed that particular scenario. Which one was and that's, the art critic? In that beautiful, very well designed house with the infinity pool looking out. On oh it. yeah.
1: CEO at a private party. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah.
0: And what which
1: manifestos were those? Vorticism, Blue Rider, Abstract Expressionism There you go. (laughs) Mm, Wyndham Lewis one of those, yeah. He's my manifesto, yeah.
0: So I think one of the one of the good things about it is that now you and I are looking at these manifestos and we will look again, maybe at some of them that struck us as being interesting. Yeah. Uh I'm really glad I saw it. I would recommend anyone who is interested in art might as well. go Yeah, and see absolutely,
1: it. definitely. I would suggest that you read up on the different manifestos per, you know, and characters beforehand. Yeah, I think just that. I mean, yeah, it, you're right. I it, think
0: knowing more about the film before you see it is probably going to help. Absolutely. Normally on professional podcasts, by that this time you would say, "Oh, it's on." in cinemas i think here.
1: it has it, i think it just came out in it cinemas just came like out. the
0: 19th 20th of november yeah. and uh, if you're in liverpool then we saw it at um, uh, fact uh, picture picture, a house. picture house cinema um and yeah go and see it and then i don't know let us know what you think please by any means possible our website is 1 september yeah. w- w- dot uk we also have a Facebook page that is One September Art, and I, I I can't remember if we've got a Twitter. If we've got a Twitter, then you can access it through everything else because we can't remember it. No, no, don't really use it very much, do we? <laughs> no. We use it to but look at will. other people. <laughs> yeah, we will eventually. We will. But yeah, thank you very much. And um, yeah, That's now why don't we go and talk to Montse you now? Let's go and talk to Montse because it hasn't already happened. Yeah. No. no no it's editing <laughs> editing is like time travel Uh-oh. yeah so we, we're gonna now uh, come to another interesting conversation that we had with Monty. yes okay we'll see you soon see you soon bye no we won't see them because no. it's radio hear you hear you soon yes we, we really. will imagine you we
1: will imagine you and visualize in a minute you.
0: okay Bye-bye. bye 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 so uh Montserrat Gilly? Gilly. Gilly. I've always been I've been like, is it Gilly? Is it Gilly? Oh you never called me by my surname, so no. it's fine, I never noticed. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Montse is yeah. that how you prefer to be yeah. referred to? Yeah. Or Hey you? Hey you, <laughs> hey, you? hey
2: you? No Monse. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, welcome to our our little podcast. Thank you very much Um, for having me. We are. I travelled really far. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) no. The office next door. (laughs) We will reimburse
1: you your (laughs) travelling (laughs)
0: expenses.
2: <laughs> well, they couldn't find anyone else, so it just wasn't. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's no,
0: we are asking people whose yeah. opinion we care about, and oh. you're one of those people. Yes. So oh. yeah. as, a, as, a, as a director working in the city of Liverpool, mm. running an organisation that we also uh, feel quite strongly positively towards yes. um, with uh, Hope Street Limited. And what's your role here?
2: Um, uh, in, in, on paper, it's called creative director.
0: That's the f- that's the fancy name. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a very my fancy title for one. Yeah, September. Yeah. Mm. yeah, but yes, so creative. Nobody director. knows what that is. Uh, <laughs> well, I'd assume that you're the one who d- directs the creative stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's, it's,
2: it's a team effort.
0: It is a team effort. Yes. Yeah. We can we can say that. But I we think, have, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a complicated story. where it's creative director? <laughs> <laughs>
0: great director, did, did anyone come and ask you? <laughs> do
1: you know no. no, no, okay,
0: so um, that's just Sarah popping in, yes. <laughs> um, the, so <laughs> yeah. so did anyone just ask you what what, what do you want to, you be, want to when be when you
2: grow up? I said, Oh, one day, no, like
0: your job title the, when you originally, job, yeah,
2: no, it's it is, it is a good story, um. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Originally, when I started working for the organization, I uh, was doing a job share with a colleague. Yes. So yeah. both of us, and we were both creative producer. So we came in on board as creative producers. Then we were asked to carry on working here because they obviously liked us and we were doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, but then it was confusing that it was two creative producers. So we separated roles and of course, none of us was gonna budge down from the word creative.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna remove that from the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nobody wanted to just like be called producer. So we went around, and what are we called? And because I also uh, I'm in charge of like sort of directing shows whenever that uh, is necessary. So we end up coming up with the creative director role. Mm. We've looked around if any other arts organizations, as like theatre, they had that role, and I th- think we found one. And we said, okay, let's go for it then. Yeah. But we must be the only ones. If you go to LinkedIn, I always been sent to jobs like for media or for advertising. Yeah. Because yeah, that's where good. you would see creative that. Creative director yeah.
0: is an advertising term. Yes. Isn't it? yes. A little madman.
2: Yeah. There you are. So so yeah, but yeah. that must still stick into the
0: title. Yeah, I think it's a good title. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we did we steal it from <laughs> <don't> Monday? <laughs> I don't know. Because we had questions. I think oh. we're creative director and executive director. Yeah, mm. I'm not sure about executive. Okay, you don't have to be an executive. <laughs> it's because Deborah's good with budgets.
2: Are you having an existential crisis now? I <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes. What I am I? I think
1: executive makes me sound too, um, imp- uh, not important, too executive, shirt okay. and tie. I, um, I don't know. But when
0: people meet you, then they'll know that that's hey, not will, This is true.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I think it's yeah. an old fashioned term executive. It's come from the person who executes, but mm. it has no saying.
1: Yeah. yeah it doesn't make true. sense. Yeah. It
2: sounds like a bit like you are so, going to do execute the orders yeah. and make mm. sure that they, you know.
0: Yeah. But then in film, it's a way of saying that somebody hasn't really done very much. But exactly. you want to say, <laughs> yes. say exactly, well. You so. want to say well done or thanks for being involved. So you call them an executive producer. Yeah, yeah so it's yeah. a person that hasn't done very much. So, so yeah. maybe we should change the we'll title come up with another yeah. name. Yeah. Most high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> we did have a question for you. Okay, it's a, a little bit more sort of existential. Oh goodness! But it's an existential <laughs> art question.
2: Okay.
1: Do you, do you, do. Well, the, yes. The question that we'd like to ask you is, um, can you remember what what's your thir- earliest memory of art? When did you? When can you, you? You know, in your childhood, perhaps. When can you first remember being aware of art? It being important to you.
2: Hmm. Mm. I don't know because I guess when you're a child, you don't think in terms of art. You don't. You don't. I think it's only later on, especially now when we have to justify our work, (laughs) you know, you know, and we put ourselves in boxes and things are neatly boxed in in places. But when you're a child, you just do stuff and it's fun or it's not. So, for instance, and you don't think, oh, this is art. I never thought of it. It's only now it's like, think. You know, I was thinking of that. Thinking, mm. well, what would be my earliest memory? I don't know. Um, I remember I was I used to go. My I had a neighbor who was a painter as a as a visual artist, and I would go as a child to go and and and, and learn to 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 paint with in carbon, and, and I was really terrible. So I had really good paints, but but it was because probably he was he was doing <laughs> it. Himself. But I would have never thought that that was art. And obviously, looking back, you think, yeah, I was involved in doing art, but I just thought I'm going down to do some graffiting the papers. Um, does it make sense? Yeah. yeah. I never yeah. thought in terms of this is art. But when so, did you? When did like I realize it, like, it was art? Then I wasn't it. a child, probably. No, no You know, what I mean, not. that is when you make a conscious decision that you want to make this de- your career. And I only made that a conscious decision probably in my late late teens, maybe eighteen, right. nineteen. Uh, before that, I had fantasies on so like, I one day maybe I'll be an actor. oh Again, you don't think of art when you think about them being an art, an actor. It's only recently as well that they start calling actors um, artists. Mm. Back back in the day, I'm very old. by those who cannot see me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> She's not. <laughs> No. And I'm from Spain. <laughs> We're very backwards. Uh,
0: no, but an actor always is is
2: someone who who acts, who transforms themselves, who performs. But from in Spain, the term artist is only applied to visual arts.
0: Right. Okay. And yeah. it's only
2: the performing arts that. It's recently in this country as well that it's been called the performing arts. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Yes,
0: because it's, I suppose it's because there have been too many different schools mm-hmm. of performance. And yeah. performance has developed exactly. to encompass so many different yeah. kinds of behaviour Yeah, that now you, you you can't just say, oh, this person's an actor, because actors yeah. might say, well, no, I, don't, I can't do it, Shakespeare, exactly. or, I can't do, or I don't want to do, I prefer yeah. to stand here and have knives thrown at me mm, and i still performing. Yes, yeah. and many
2: actors in the past would be like, you'll be told, you'll be given a script. And, and now many actors and many performers, actually, they, they create their own scripts, they create their own work. But what what you're doing, for instance, Alicia mm. wouldn't say, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, you're a performer, but it's not like, I'm an actor that comes with a no. script. You would do that sometimes, yeah. but most of the time you create your own. So it's very different from what... And so, therefore, the term mm. art being involved in art. I, rem- I just remember. Do you remember that panel event you were as part of yes, uh, <laughs> on the verge? Yes,
0: on the verge. You might want to tell us a little bit. No, about maybe, Under maybe,
2: verge. maybe not. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, there was that the panel event, and I, I can remember now that one line that um, uh, Vero, Vero was this is this uh, Spanish choreographer that was involved in the festival. I can't remember what the question was but something about art as well and she said oh when I think of an artist I think of Picasso yeah and it has a cup. it has two layers the layer of like being a great artist Uh, but also what I was talking about that in Spain the term artist is applied to visual arts
0: yeah doesn't make yeah. sense so mm-hmm. when you
2: think of a dancer or choreographer we rarely think of ourselves as artists you think you're a dancer you think you're a performer you think does it make sense yeah that makes um, sense.
1: I, but i think that that's i true. deviated that's a the, bit from your question no no, I? No, no, no 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 not no, it's at all good. that's the point but i think that's true of here so, say if i'm in a taxi and, and the taxi driver asks me, oh you're going to work what do you do and i say oh, i'll work with artists and they oh, 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 mm. um, instantly assume it's visual arts yes yeah and painters but do they paint and that's yeah. always the, yeah. that, that always happens yeah. so I but don't I, think that's just true of, of Spain or I think there's the shift the yeah. shift mm.
0: probably did come from moving from being somebody who was an executor of somebody else's ideas mm-hmm. to be someone who who sits and or, or and, cons- and comes up with a whole piece of work from mm-hmm. concept right through to performance mm-hmm. which a lot of artists working in theatre are doing now so yeah. it's not just okay to call them actors because mm. it doesn't mm. it doesn't correctly describe all the work that they do whereas saying you're a performing artist like I often have theatre artists written on my mm. on my business cards because it means there's more to what I do I do I produce and that's part of mm-hmm. the creative work and yeah. I, and I conceptualize and that's part of the creative mm. work and I um, mm. you know that's so being an artist <laughs> is <laughs> is that I mean I remember yeah. having a having somebody Laugh at me for saying that I wanted to be an artist. Mm. Like laughed and went, everybody (laughs) wants to be an artist, darling. Yeah, (laughs) followed by darling. (laughs) Well, it was just like really dismissive, and it made me quite angry Mm. because I thought, well, there's a certain prestige to the title artist, which you don't necessarily get from from actor. Yeah, a little bit because you might be famous, you might make money, but you don't necessarily get it from from being called an actor but you do from being called an artist it suggests Mm. some sort of intellectual investment in what you're doing Mm. as well yeah some sort of philosophical investment in what you're doing whereas actors you're just not the title doesn't yet encompass all of that even though Mm. a lot of actors are Mm. practicing as artists
2: I think because people like to visualise um, what someone does, So, like for instance, like, the taxis are the most dreaded, the taxi mm. drivers, is like, what do you do, it's like, oh yeah. dear, there we mm. go. And um, But yeah. they like to visualise, so if you say you're an artist, it's too- they're going to try to visualise, what is it? Oh, it's someone that paints. Or if you say you're an actor, they're going to try to visualise what, they- what their experience of art is. But- so we go back to what's your first mm. experience or what's your experience with art. Yeah. So whatever their experience is, they're going to put you in that little box. Mm. Um, Feet or doesn't, I don't know. We seem to be talking about titles today. Eh? Yeah. So there's my... Yeah, titles. Yeah, you know, theater, theater, theater artist. Yeah, yeah mm. title. That's a good title. Yeah. I used in the past, what did I use? Because again, performing... No, performing professional.
1: That's a good <laughs> one. Yeah. I put for in my card one. Professional. A perf- for, for,
2: for, something like no performing, performance. Performance professional. Yeah. Because yeah. again, what well, like you say, you cannot you're producing, yeah. you are mentoring, or you t- i I'm, I'm a teacher, I'm this and that. So what do you put? You don't yeah. know what to put. I no. put the performance professional ones in a card. No, I like my. I, I, I'm good at choosing titles. Yeah, you're very like good. Performance
0: <laughs> <laughs> professional. Yeah, yeah. It's professional. Like yeah, and yeah, yeah. Theater, theater artist is a good one. There's part of me that wants things to, to sound like they're a double entendre and there's a part of me mm. that also thought because it sounds like piss artist. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <a>, theater
2: artist. <laughs> Because, of course, if you say performance artist, then many people will yeah. associate it with the visual arts, um, with fine arts, and this other branch of performance mm-hmm. arts, which is like they're going to immediately see you nati- naked on a pedestal or something, yeah. Yeah. or trying to cut yourself. Or... Yeah,
0: yeah. But then <laughs> Not some...
2: generalising here, sorry.
0: sorry. That's a, don't you think there is some sort of a bleed from, from visual arts into totally. performance? Of course there is. And, and also through it via by a conceptual art and thank god that is
2: <laughs> yeah
0: the, so yeah. I, I think that the evolution of one strand of art practice has definitely influenced the other mm. definitely I yeah. think so because art I suppose theatre performance has gone has gone somehow away and I don't necessarily think this is a good thing away from being thought of as a craft
2: Mm-hmm-hmm. yeah 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 and because yes it's
0: being reinvented I've got phone now. hello
2: That that was Sarah again. (laughs) Not getting the hint of the microphone, (laughs)
0: the big red light. Yeah, we need a bigger red light. But yeah, Yeah. they have the
2: door closed. Actually, they're very inclusive. They have the door open, and that's the thing. Anyone can come in.
0: (laughs) That's it. I I don't
2: mean anyone. You know, Sarah is a colleague. So,
0: (laughs) but yeah. So, so there's something about it being a craft. I mean, I always Hmm. want. There to be more craft, craftsman mm-hmm. or crafts personship in the work that I do, and I don't mm-hmm. always necessarily achieve it. So mm-hmm. um, when when I was
2: younger, um, still young, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. when when I, when I was young, I was starting as a performer or as an actress. Um, I took pride. I remember we, I was coming from this specific school of some of my friends and other. Our pride was like we are crafts men and women we're not artists we are like you know we know our craft we work mm. on it it's like so we, we took pride on that actually it was quite interesting yeah. well now it's trying to validate yourself as an artist it's like yeah. oh gosh i've gone the other way around now but uh
0: yeah well being a, i think being a craftsperson suggests that there's a long line or a, like an accumulation of knowledge yeah. that's getting the craft to where it is you, yeah. you apprentice yourself yeah. to a certain domain and then you learn and learn and learn and then you master it and that is a
2: skill yeah, to learn because again that's the other thing anyone seems to think they can do it because you know and, 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 and this came from this thing of like no that is a skill to, to this thing so we're crafting it plus we go to work like Uh, It also came from this whole image of like if you're an artist, you're a bohemian and you don't have a proper job. So it was more like, no, we're we're craftsmen, we have a craft where we go to work at a certain time, we arrive on time. Mm -hmm. It's not like I don't arrive like... mm, pissed on red wine because i had a soiree the night before (laughs) you know (laughs) but there was that image as well of of performers and people in the theater and people in the arts in general and i think i was from that moment of like no no we 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 took we take this seriously and we work for it and Mm. we do our warm-ups and so it is
0: yeah it's professionalism yeah yeah I think theatre at the moment is remaking itself, and it hasn't quite landed on a new form yet. Mm. I don't know anyone who's working who thinks that they have got something finished. Yes, they might appreciate the, everything that they've learned and the, maybe the lineages have been a part of, but they haven't said, no, this is it, this is where I'm at. Unless, th- mm. unless you're talking about individual aspects of the performances that they're making, like the, the people I know who work with voice mm-hmm. a lot, that feels like a craft, because the mm-hmm. information about working with your voice doesn't really change. Yes, it develops, you get new mm. information, but yeah. you know, you're know you talking about a physical practice, yeah. which is a lot like dance, in a way, yeah. vocal which, practice. Which
2: again also changes, because the statics of it change. Yeah. And even with voice, you could argue that the statics of it change from from culture to culture. It's not the same to work in voice in, in traditional Japanese theatre than work in voice in a Shakespearean
0: context. And no, but there isn't very much, there isn't a huge amount of um, change or movement in, in what those those lineages are. Like if you train to use your voice in, in no mm. theatre then yeah. it's, a, it's a long tradition yeah. of voice work. Like in Pansori in South Korea it's mm-hmm. the same, it's really a long tradition and I think that's the same with Shakespearean mm-hmm. um, voice work. There's only a sort of a few. I mean, you, you, the the general way of understanding and using your voice has been developing, um, and there is a craft to it.
2: There is a craft to it, but again, it's like as like you said, like in dance, there is a craft to it, but it also evolves and changes according to our aesthetic, um, mm. you know, um, tastes or the culture or mm. the or the context we are in. In a way, so the same happens with with theatre in a way that is, that is nothing new under the sun, but it changes and evolves according to our um, yeah. demands and changes and, you know, for instance, nowadays I feel that theatre is really evolving into being a much more inclusive, um, experiential. Uh, um experience experiential experience sorry about that but um people are looking for experiences rather than sitting in a theater and and that's changing a lot what sitting in a theater means
1: yeah as yeah, well absolutely yeah
2: so so I think again, we own a lot from the visual arts and we own mm. a but 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 that is a new newish form there and now it's it's mixing with commercial experiences. If that makes sense, like for instance, yeah, um, yeah, like games could be theatrical, but can be also commercial, like the escape rooms that are very yeah, fashionable at yeah. the moment and they're not theatrical. But it could be, you know, that now things start to also blur yeah. the lines, which is really interesting. Um, and yeah, even though nothing seems to be new, things seem to be new constantly.
0: Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> you see what I mean? I do see what yeah. you mean.
0: Things and also there's a, there's a requirement to reinvent. You can't. Yeah you can't present the same play in exactly the same way that the last director did or or the first director did you have to reinvent it which is unlike for example ballet where you can have a choreography that remains for years and years and years Mm. Yeah, Um, but
2: don't you think that if you see a new take on, let's say Giselle, I'm thinking yeah. Giselle because did, it was, we which we did sing. together yeah, actually, did sing, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Look at that. Coming back to, um, so so it becomes much more fresh and satisfying that if you see a chore, an old choreography of Giselle. Do um, hmm. you see what I mean? So again. Hmm. It's like with everything, there'll be people that's ready to take on board the new choreography and people that's never seen the old one, so would we'll still be interested in seeing the yeah. other now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think some of these, not to say to say old, but revisiting a choreography that was created 50 years ago or a play like i don't know the mouse trap that's been in london for it's like going to it's like going to a museum yeah Yeah. and i think that's kind of important as well it's like why we have museums to go and revisit the art of the past why not to
0: revisit the performances of the past yeah but maybe we need a bit more distance with theater
2: probably maybe Because, again, theatre is live, so therefore, if it's not live, we get bored. (laughs) We get bored. So, again, the the challenge is to make one of these old shapes into something new and lively, and that is... We're getting really complicated here, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
0: It was supposed to be fun. Sorry. (laughs) And also, we've got... No, no, this is great.
2: We've got over the time.
0: Yeah, we we have, but thank you very much. Thank you very much. That was really good. (laughs) It's a good question. Yes. <laughs> so thank you very much, Muncie. And um, maybe we'll continue this another time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: That's all right. And if you um, needed a know where, where, title... Do you know we where, we where to find me? <laughs> 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 May your journey back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drawing it's my like things. Uh, I'll send <laughs> us your bus ticket. No. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Muncie. Bye. So that was our conversation with um, Monte. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes, I hope it was interesting. Indeed. I think she's fascinating. She is fascinating. She's and got she lots told of a ideas. story too. She did tell a story, which means that we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, so thank you very much for being with us as we as we smoke the hive and, and extract the honey. Yes, from the art world. Can you see the metaphor? <laughs> the art world is like a beehive and. Is it a, do you destroy a metaphor if
1: no, no, you no, describe yeah. it? Yes, you do. I was just going to say. And I no.
0: the point of metaphors is that it gives you something to describe, but you describe it based on your your life experience, and that's how you know if they work. You're going to do some animation,
1: people, aren't you? Oh, I hope. What? Of <laughs> us. Uh, tss- Of us smoking the hive and extracting the honey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to have a go. I'll have a go at anything.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, thank you. To go with our theme tune. To go with our new theme tune, yes. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun playing around with it. It took us about 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, a lot of that was listening to lots of different ideas that just didn't work for one reason or another.
0: But, yeah, um, uh, thank you for for listening. And And
1: any ideas for topics, let us know. Or, and if you want to come on and have a chat with us, please let us know too. Oh, gosh. You just opened the flaggates, Deborah. Yay, come on. Come on in. Come on in, yeah.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, that's goodbye
1: from me and goodbye (laughs) from (laughs) me.
0: (laughs) Yes. Thank you very much. And, um, yeah, Um, speak to you next week. Yes. Bye bye. Bye
1: bye. Love you!